Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your own reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. How to deal with supposedly negative people. Now, a lot of people say, oh, you've got to get rid of all negative people from your life. I actually don't agree with that. So this is probably going to be a somewhat alternative view to dealing with negative people, negative people. So I think the first thing you've got to work out is, um, is this person actually negative? Because there's a big difference between someone who's negative, someone who's a drain of your time and resources and energy and life, a critic, a troll, a hater, or actually someone who's giving you good advice and they care. Um, So I believe you should surround yourself with all types of people. Uh, A lot of people say, don't they, that you should only surround yourself with positive people. Uh, But actually, um, if there's a recession coming, uh, being positive about the fact that there may not be a recession may not be the smartest thing to do. Uh, And yes, it's good to be optimistic, but I think at times it's also good to be realistic and sometimes sceptical. If you are lending half a million pounds of your own money, you don't want to hang around a load of positive people and you don't want to be optimistic about everything. You need to be analytical, sceptical and critical. So let's define negative people and move from there. Anyone who wants you to fail, never wants you to win and wants to hold you back, you definitely want to move away from those people. Uh, Now, a lot of those can be your friends or your family, so that's a challenge that you've got to deal with. You know, you, you, you get to choose your friends, your colleagues, etc., but you don't get to choose your family. So if they really don't want you to succeed uh, and you make them feel um, unworthy of their own life and you highlight their own insecurities to them and that's clear to you and they drain you of energy and life force and everything else, then I believe you should limit the time you spend with them to the the absolute minimum that you can. Now, I don't believe you should go shouting about it on social media, have a big fallout with them, tell them that they're fired, etc., which I think people do in the early days when they don't know how to manage their emotions. I think you should just politely, uh, quietly move in a different direction. Now, if those people are really close to you and you can't let go of them, I have a little tip or a trick that I do because I've had a couple of people like this who are very close to me and I I have to spend a certain amount of time with them, you know, per month or per year. I just don't allow them to dictate the conversation. So if they start bitching, moaning, complaining, whining, whinging, then I just change the subject and move it on to something more positive. Um, Or I'll go and move into a different room in the house or wherever I am and just keep jumping around to protect my mindset because that is really draining. Okay, so the next thing then is a critic. Now, I believe you need critics around you. Now, we don't like critics emotionally. We feel wounded. We feel attacked. 
We feel it's unfair, especially if it's public. But the reality is, if you didn't have critics, you would get complacent, overconfident, cocky, your service would go down, you would care less, it would be human nature because you wouldn't have the accountability for improvement and self-evaluation without the feedback from the environment. So human beings react to the environment and our emotions are um, internal reactions to the environment and a critic is the environment. So if someone is criticising you, you've got to put it in whichever box it is. If it's pure trolling and hatred and vitriol, then block. Completely get rid of them, block them, don't get involved with them. Um, sometimes actually there needs to be a little bit of a legal push from you. Um, if they are giving you critical feedback and that feedback could actually be useful to your business, even if you don't like the way that they do it, then I think you should listen. So I have three pretty big critics who I spend a lot of my time with. Now, they're great people, but they tend to look at downside first. They tend to um, pick my ideas to bits, but someone's got to because I don't pick my ideas to bits. I just think they're all great. And of course, I'm delusional. So a proper critic, i.e. someone who is balanced, someone who sees the downside when you only see the upside, who's, or someone who can uh, look with a sceptical, critical, um, sort of fixing mindset. You need people like those in your life. But so many people mistake haters and trolls for critics, and they're completely different. So when people say, oh, get rid of all the negative people in your life and just hang around positive people, no. You want some positive people, some successful people, some motivated people, some critics, some analysts, uh, and you know maybe some pessimists, because a pessimist will probably tell you to save cash for the recession. That's probably a good idea. And then when the recession comes, you've got cash. Um, a pessimist will probably look at the downside uh, of every situation, or they will pr produce a problem for every solution. But that probably helps you forward plan for things that could go wrong that you wouldn't have seen gone wrong were you um, only looking at the upside. Okay, so the next thing then is managing your own emotions. So often when we have critics, trolls, haters, wankers, you know, negative people, actually it's because we're struggling to manage our own emotions. It's because maybe they've highlighted something in ourselves that we don't really want to admit, but it's there. Or maybe we're not very good at managing our own energy or isolating ourselves from distractions and everyone's opinions. Um, but, but every critic, every negative person, um, every troll, every hater, every um, difficult situation you get challenged by someone is um, a lesson for you. It's feedback for you to grow. And um, when you have critics and you master your um, interaction with them and you handle them well and with respect and kindness and understanding and you listen to the points that they take on, you can often turn them into fans. And you also go to the next level of mastery because you, you build a thicker skin and you're able to handle in a better way more critics. So when you handle a critic well, what you do is move them to the side to a, may, maybe be a respectful critic or even become a fan. But then, of course, you make way for more critics because it never stops. But the more critics you have, probably the more well-known you are, the more wi wider and more wildly successful you are. Now, a lot of critics don't start that way. And this is a really important point. A lot of critics start as people who are interested in you and your products and your services and your brand. But they're just a bit sceptical and they've been burned in the past. And, you know, they just want to make sure that they don't waste their money or make a stupid decision or look foolish. And you would be the same. And that's fair enough. But then when you def uh, get defensive or you react to them negatively, um, then you turn them from a critic to a hater. Um, so actually, many critics are just um, people who want to work with you in disguise um, and you just don't know how to handle them. I always find it really, really, really ironic 
when uh, there are a load of these people going, hey, you don't want negative people in your life. And a lot of them are very spiritual and meditating. And then when you come in and give a bit of feedback about meditation, uh, they get all angry at you and become this harsh, harshest troll and critic. So, um, you know, managing your own emotions uh, and seeing feedback for what it is and seeing the lesson in it. You know, if you have a troll, the lesson in having a troll is to figure out how to not have a troll next time or to help to protect your online assets or make sure that your um, communities and your databases are secure um, and to strengthen you for the next level. Like I, I mentor and coach people all the time who one little thing happens in their WhatsApp group or on, in their Facebook group or, you know, somewhere online on a um, a trust pilot review, for example, and it ruins the whole weekend and they absolutely melt down. This wanker, that asshole, these people screwing me over. Who do they think they are? Um, when it was just a, a relatively small, probably relatively innocent comment. So when you master your emotions, you master your life. I've certainly, what, 10 years ago, had weekends completely lost and ruined uh, for me and from me because of an online critic. But that was just because I didn't know how to handle and manage them. And that was practice for me to be able to compartmentalise my life, i.e. no matter what shit is going on online or in my business or, you know, in, on my personal brand, I don't let it ruin my family weekend or I don't sort of um, lash back out to my kids or whatever. So, again, it's all just that um, the increasing levels of mastery. Um, now, of course, if you're surrounded by a lot of negative energy, that can drag you down and it takes a lot of personal development and mindset work to be able to almost put a force field around yourself such that no matter how much negative energy comes to you, you remain positive and optimistic and motivated. So that's pretty hard. So those drains and the people that really do, you know, stick a needle in and take a few pints of blood out of you, they're the people that you need to minimise. Uh, and really, you know, growing your business and your brand is, is energy. Uh, and, you know, selling and uh, marketing and uh, building a following is a transfer of energy from you and your passion and your enthusiasm and your product into the marketplace. And of course, if you allow the marketplace to drain that energy from you, you're going to have that reverse effect. So not all people are negative. Critics are valuable. Um, negativity is a way for you to work on your compartmentalization of emotions and the mastery of emotions and the next level. Many of your critics become your followers and your fans and your evangelists. In fact, some of our very best clients started out as being critics because they'd been burned by other people and they just wanted someone to do it properly and give them a chance. And then when you give them that chance, they become very loyal to you. You know, I've got good friends and business partners who trust very slowly and it's very difficult to, to gain that sort of trust from them. And they look at a lot of things from the downside. But once you've got that trust, you've probably got it for life um, because of the type of person that they are. So see the gifts in everything. Don't go and blit, bitch and moan and complain about negative people um, and, you know, see how you can turn it into force for good and levelling up in your life mastery and management and mastery of your emotions. Um, when you have a critic online, I guess what you worry about is, oh, I'm going to lose business. I'm going to look stupid. It's going to be embarrassing in front of a load of people. They're going to um, demean me. This is going to cost me money and reputation. But what people really don't realise is that's an, also an opportunity to show your strengths. So if someone goes at you a bit online, um, you know, you first of all got to work out what they're doing. Is it feedback? Is it a critic? Is it a troll? Is it a hater? Is it a wanker? Can you deal with them? There's some people, the trolls or the wankers, that it doesn't really matter what you do. They've always got a, um, a comeback for your proof or, or your defence. So they're those like slippery eels covered in Vaseline. You just can't control them. Those people you've got to get rid. You've got to, um, you know, you may feel the need to put one statement out there. 
but don't get drawn in, don't get sidetracked all down the cul-de-sacs. One strong, fair, balanced, non-emotional, non-angry statement. I'm out, thanks a lot. Um, thanks for your, your feedback. Uh, good luck with whatever you're doing. Um, critics, or when you get criticism, if you handle that with balance, you can put your side across, you do it respectfully, uh, you know, non-emotionally, uh, and um, intellectually, or at least you show credibility and some kind of proof, then you're going to look good to everyone else. So most people can see when someone's being a bit of an idiot to you, you know, and sometimes I think we don't realise, we underplay the smartness of individuals. Like if someone online or on a Trustpilot review is being a bit of a dick, most people can see that. So you figure most people are thinking that you'll look bad, but actually most people can see that they're, they look bad but they're now looking for your reaction and they're looking for how you respond to this. Because what people do when they watch you is they believe that how you treat others, you will treat them. So if you go, ah, spit, fire, that's not fair, you play the victim or you get angry, they'll just go, ah, even though that wasn't fair, they'll do that to me. I don't want to be a client of theirs. Whereas if you thank them for their feedback, you ask for clarification, you don't make assumptions, you answer well, you're polite, you're respectful, you even have a bit of banter and you, know, you're, you have fun, People go, ah, that, you know, Rob handled that really well. That would be how he would handle me. I would consider being a client of his. Uh, and that's a big distinction, a distinction that, that, that most people don't get. I think the final thing to mention then, and thanks for tuning in, uh, is that um, it's never really personal. Okay, sometimes, you know, you've upset someone and maybe you need that feedback back. But most of the time, people reacting negatively to you is not really them reacting to you. It's a trigger that you triggered in them that's about them and their past and their previous experiences and, you know, things that happened in their life. When you take it personally, you're very emotional. When you don't take it personally at all, not only are you not emotional and you're balanced, but actually you can see it from their point of view. And once you see it from their point of view and you understand, it really helps you uh, take your business to the next level of mastery. It helps you take them to their next level of mastery and everyone wins. So what you try to do is to not take anything personally. And I know that's hard for most people. And the way you don't think, take things personally is believing in yourself and um, you know, honouring and respecting your own self-worth and, and not really being dependent on people's opinions to elevate or put you down. Then you win, then they win. Uh, and um, you know, gr greatness and magic comes out of those situations. I've had a few quite big disruptive things happen online in my companies in the last 12 years. And if I hadn't had, then I wouldn't have been online and I wouldn't have been big enough. And in the early days, I was probably quite defensive and reactive and emotional and, you know, you know, slamming my fist on the table and this is not fair and you're not right. Even if I was right, I was leaking emotion. Um, but, you know, quite a few instances, I think we've handled sort of noise online reasonably well. And we've won a lot of business and goodwill and respect from that. And I hear people say about things that have happened to this day that happened years ago. Um, finally, uh, look. I had a one-star review on Trustpilot from someone called Squirrel Munchkin. And I read it out in one of my events and we had a good laugh about it. And it was ridiculous. Even someone even said, and their accommodation is shit. Don't ever stay in their accommodation, except we don't even offer accommodation. Because, you know, we're not a hotel. We're a property training company. So, hey, look, if you kind of have a bit of a laugh about some of the silly things that are said and done, then maybe you're taking yourself a bit too seriously and maybe you should just lighten up a bit. And I think that all comes from inside and how you feel about yourself. And yeah, you take your work seriously but don't take yourself too seriously. Uh, and if you want help with all of those things, then my book, uh, I'm Worth More, I think that will really help with that. So you can grab that online or on Amazon. All right, so thanks for tuning in. Sorry, I've not done as many lives as I normally do. I've had um, quite an insane couple of weeks. 
Um, but it's all good. I'm still here. Thanks for following me. Uh, and remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Uh, this episode that you're watching live on the video is probably going to go on the Disruptive Entrepreneur. It'll probably be a Rob's Rant or a Caffeine Cast. Um, so if you are not yet subscribed to my podcast, The Disruptive Entrepreneur, search The Disruptive Entrepreneur on Amazon or Google. Amazon? No. On Podcasts or Google or iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.